Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean and special guest John. Hey, hey, John. We talk shit. I'm back. Welcome back. Talk shit. We I, wa- eat shit? I watch shit. I eat oh, shit. Oh, yes. Let's do it right. You ready? Let's do it again. Okay. Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean. And by do it right, I mean we're gonna keep all this oh, bad stuff gonna, in too. Okay, got it. But I do like how you like you like got back in your you like got back in character. Yeah, that's what I do. You were there. You're there. Okay, and what the third time, ready? Food court, the movie podcast where Sean and John we watch shit, talk, talk shit, shit, and most importantly, Sean. We eat shit. Boy, we're about to eat some shit too. I am I'm so excited. I've been a good boy. I right. didn't tell you this earlier. Okay. I had I had to do a physical. Uh-huh. Today, and that doesn't mean you should be a good boy. I probably should be as bad as I usually am to get an ac- accurate assessment of what kind of okay. health I am. I was about to ask because I get mine around my birthday every year, yeah. and I always like make like a really desperate and sad attempt to be in the best physical shape I can be. Yeah, for that's it. what I was doing too. Okay, uh, that, that's so that's wrong-headed, isn't it? <laughs> Seems like it is, right? Well, I don't want anything bad, <laughs> so I yeah. feel like maybe I can beat it out of my system yes. before before the physical. <laughs> One final week of salads, and I can be healthy. I'll I will kick pre-diabetes ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are we. You can probably hear by the by the background noise. <laughs> we are. Actually, really in the food court, really with John Burr. Up where we belong. Welcome back. Yeah. How are you? I've listened to at least half of all the podcasts I haven't been on. Oh, nice. Which, for me, that's a real accomplishment and a testament to your brilliance. Oh, thank you. Because I hate podcasts. Oh, they're stupid. And don't listen to them. <laughs> if you're listening, quit listening but right now. But I'm glad now. that there's some people out there who yeah. do want to listen to them. Yes. It means a lot to us. I like making them. Yeah, they're fun to make. My brand of narcissism is the kind that I don't want to listen to anybody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was listening to a podcast with one of my favorite document, or, psh, documentary, definitely not documentarians, yeah. filmmaker, Quentin oh, yeah. Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Did a podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. Yes, it's about Dunkirk, right? Yes, and I also love Dunkirk. Yeah. That podcast was unlistenable. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I don't know if it was because of the other guys. Yeah. Who I even like those guys as humans. Yeah. But I don't know. I just couldn't get through it. I can't do podcasts. I I try to listen to them and yeah. to be just on top of what a podcast is so that right. maybe I can do a good job making a podcast. I don't think it makes any difference, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, uh, the, the basically the nascent point of this podcast was that we were going to do this anyways. Yeah. So why shouldn't we just record it? Yeah, let's let's fire up the mics. Yeah. It lets us, we can it, we actually can use these mics we don't use for our other careers. Yes. <laughs> that we should be using them um, for. <laughs> you know, I, I don't this is the only career that matters to me. That's right. This is my true passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what I cared about all along and I didn't even know it. It's a way for us to force our friends to hang out with us. Yes. Because if we say, hey, we got to record this podcast, this is a big deal. Oh, yes. This is a big deal. Michael Hampton. Yeah. Seth Pumeroy. Yes. Pumeroy. Gary, Gary, Gary Fletcher. Gary Bear Fletcher. Is, is Gary still with us? As Last time I checked, he's All still right. alive. Gary's still yes. here. All right. For now. I like that Gary is my, Gary's my favorite guest that we've had. Yeah. And I haven't seen Gary for real in like over a year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good guest. <laughs> but I feel like because he's on the podcast when I'm not here, yeah, it's just like, hey, there's Gary. Yeah, there's my guy. He's still alive. 
if, I, if Gary will. were here, I would take him by the shoulders and rub him on the side of the shoulders. Yeah. In my best Jack Palance way. Yeah. Gary, you are my number one. The guy. It's beautiful. And then he would repeat that back to me. Yeah. Right before he killed me, after he fell into a toxic pit of Joker, uh, Joker fluids. <laughs> yeah. Because that is the Joker's origin story from Tim Burton's Batman. And actually the new Joker. That's what happens in the new one, too. Oh, it does? Yeah, it's, it's like after the credits. I have forgotten everything about the new Did Joker. You, I Yeah. Other I, than how skinny he is. He gets really skinny and he coughs and yeah. he laughs. Yeah, his la- Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I think that's it. But we're going to go see... What? The movie that I think is the most food court of all the food court films. Tell me why. Because I feel like it's the movie that is like most like, okay, here's a movie for John and Sean. Yes. Uh, what connect, movie is that? And it is Uncut Gems. Ah. Somehow starring Adam Sandler. Yes, somehow. And probably a bunch of Jews. Yes. And Kevin Garnett. Yes. And uh, because he is in all films now. Lakeith Stanfield? Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. He is it. Why is he? In, I mean, he's good. He is good. So he should be in many films, but why is he in every film? I think, like, so there's only a couple of people who make all the trailers. Yeah. And there's only, like, Darius Kanji and Roger Deakins are the only DPs left. Yes. Like, that's it. Yeah. So I feel like maybe there's just a few casting directors left. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it Georgianne Walken still? Is it Christopher Walken's wife still? It is still and, her. like, two other ones? Yeah, and they're like, we need Lakeith. Yeah. Give me Lakeith on the phone. I think we that's have, it. We have an African-American character. Yeah. And he's not tall. He's so not big. can we get Lakeith? Yeah. Although, dude can do whatever. Yeah. Because we've now seen him play, I think, after if we see this romantic comedy that he's going to be in. Have you seen uh, the trailer yeah. for this yet? Yeah. After we see him in that role, yeah. we'll have seen him in all the roles. Yes. Well, we need to see him. Yeah. We need. We need to see him play. Yes. Um, Cloud Atlas. He needs to play an Asian man. Oh. He needs to wear prosthetics and wear. needs to wear Asian eyelid prosthetics. Okay. I would happily then watch that. Then and only then will I truly know his range. Maybe he'll be in The Matrix and they'll make him Asian for that. They're remaking The Matrix, aren't they? They are sequelizing The Matrix. Okay. And it's, oh, the and it's only one of the Wachowskis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is strange. Is it yeah. Lana or Larry or Elizabeth? I think, wait, what is the other one's name now? It's Lana. I don't remember what Larry's name. I can't name. remember. Ah, fuck. We Lana and I'm going to say Lucille. I'm going to say that they stuck with the L's. I'm going to say that they stuck with the L's. Yeah. And that, that that Lana and Lucille are not making the Matrix together. Rather, it's just Lana or okay. just Lucille. All right. But I'm, I'm down with it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It'll probably break our hearts. It'll probably make me sad. I have our, so such low expectations that I probably won't be hurt, but I am worried about it. I feel yeah. like Uncut Gems, I'm ready for it. I feel like it'll be exactly what I think it'll be. Yeah. I feel like it'll be like an old Walter Hill movie. Yes. But with like a more frenetic face. Yes. It'll have like a real like Friends of Eddie Coyle vibe. Yeah. Like we're just going to live in a scene. Yeah. Live in like a, a like a local crime scene for yes. a little while. Yeah. And I feel like 100% sure Adam Sandler will die. Is he going to die? I feel 100. I, f- I feel like th- this is like Friends of Eddie Coyle. Yeah. In the in the New York Diamond District, yeah. they'll kill him, and I would maybe they'll kill him like before we think that he's gonna die. That's oh. my that's my Nostradamus prognostication. A little of the psycho film. action where he yeah, dies. Yeah, be just like very unceremonious, like just get killed in. out of nowhere. 
Oh well, okay. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't pick up what you were putting down. I don't think it'll be Janet Lee. Okay. I think we're gonna get the full Adam Sandler in almost every scene type okay. shit. All right. But I do think it's gonna be. I think it's, that's. I, I think he's gonna die. Okay. But who knows? I think he's. Gonna I think die Kevin too. Garnett will survive. Oh man! If Kevin, <laughs> maybe, maybe Kevin Garnett will jump in front of him and take now, the if bullet. If they kill Kevin Garnett, that'll truly be that'll be the most shocking death since to live and die in L.A. <laughs> and also, it will uh, it will create an alternate timeline where Kevin, oh my Kevin Garnett is dead. I'm very curious if they're going to use like the real games or if they're going to. I feel like they'll use because I don't think they have the money to recreate game footage. No. So I imagine there will. I, I don't think there will be any actual basketball played in this film. It is an archival. I think so. I would hope not. I, yeah, I hope not too. I, I'm hoping it's just. I'm hoping the Safety brothers stay on course. They they know that's all they know. And also, but because yeah, the Safties are kind of like redoing all their shit that they know how to do already. Yeah. Like in the last movie, that character, the handicapped character, that did I do that right? Yes. Can I say handicapped? Okay. I think that's that, okay. That Benny plays. Yeah. He's played that in his other films, shorts and stuff. Oh, really? And he's really great at it. Yeah. It's very convincing. Yeah. And then I think they've been working on this film since before Good Time. What? Yeah, they started making this before Good Time. What? Do you not know all this shit? I don't know shit okay. about shit. I know this is a very long intro, but... No, I love Daddy's it. home, so... Daddy's home, he's gotta go. <laughs> but, so they've been making this film for... This was what... The, this is... This is their big one. This is the movie they've been wanting to make. Okay. Their father was a, a worked in this diamond business. What? Yeah. So they are they are gonna they've been wanting to make this movie for a long time. Yeah. So long t- so that um, Kobe Bryant originally was playing the KG role. Whoa. And they wrote it for Kobe and they had to do all this stuff for Kobe. Yeah. And then eight months later, Kobe comes back and he's like, "All right." I've already, you know, I've said I was would star in the movie. Now we're about ready to make the movie, but uh, here's the deal. I want to direct the movie. Wow. <laughs> so they had to be like, okay, you're fucking fired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And now we got to go get another guy that we hate because yeah. they're Knicks fans. Oh. So we got to go get Kevin Garnett now. But uh, I think KG, he should be good in this. He's tall. I mean, I've seen him on, he has a show called Area 21. What? Like a, like it's like a basketball segment on a uh, basketball show. I get it. I get He's it. very personable on it. Yeah. I won't lie to you. I've always hated Kevin Garnett. Oh, shit. I was excited for it to be Kobe, but Kobe is insane. Kobe is also evil. Oscar winner Kobe. Well, I Probably, mean, allegedly he evil? evil. He's allegedly... <laughs> he's allegedly. Multiple times allegedly sex, sex, evil. <laughs> sex assault guy, but we don't know. Eh, he probably did it, but, you know. Forget it, Jake. It's Littleton, Colorado. <laughs> it's eagle. basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have. We're going to spin that wheel, huh? I, if you want to. Let's do it. Okay, I have the wheel in my hand. The and wheel I'm, O'Meals. I'm hitting the spin button currently. And now we're spinning, and it's ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ring-a-ding-ding-ding. Holy shit. Dude, that's what I wanted. It's a New Year's miracle. We got cheesesteaks. We got cheesesteaks. What were you truly afraid of getting? Um, I was kind of afraid of the salad place just because I've been good and I don't want to eat a salad. And those salads are bad. Like They're You're bad better salads. off getting the Greek salad at the Greek joint. You're right. I was really afraid of Popeye's, not because it's not delicious. It's great. It upsets my stomach. Yes. And I need to see all of I'm going to try to not go to the bathroom during Uncut Gems. Are you not going to pee? I'm probably going to pee. <laughs> I thought about having a catheter installed. <laughs> they have I, feel con- like, I feel like you would yank at my catheter. I have heard that they have condom catheters that you can just slip over the penis, and then you just pee right into the whatever you want to. You want to do one of those? 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Sean. Uh-huh. We're gonna get. We're gonna, we're gonna get. We're gonna eat. We're yeah. gonna go get some condom catheters. Yes. Then we're gonna see Uncut Gems. Yeah. Starring Norm Macdonald. Yeah. And Eric Bogosian. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Food court is back in session. Hear ye, hear ye. Honorable Sean Parrott <laughs> presiding. Y- Your Honor. Uh, Wait a may, minute. May I, honor. may I approach the bench? Your Honor. Yana. Yana, I am at the bench because I am Yana. Yana, Yana. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Uh, we saw, I don't know if you remember this, we just saw Uncut Gems. Wow. Uh, do you have a, first of all, thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm guessing it's a thumbs up, but go ahead. Yeah. Thumb up? That was a special one for me, Sean. Really? Can I do the summary of that movie? Oh, please. Uh, my, that was my 20s. Really? The summary of that movie was my 20s. (laughs) Oh, shit. Is this going to be a, are we going to do spoilers of this movie? It seems Uh, like. I don't want to do spoilers. Really? Let's just say it's about a man. A diamond run in Happy Madison, who's horribly addicted to gambling, and and this this movie does for the Jewish diamond underworld what Goodfellas did for the Italian mob. Yeah, lots of characters that we have never seen before, and probably will never see the likes of again, unless the Safties like get a hundred million dollars to do their version of the Irishman. Wow, Jewish Irishman. I mean, they, they, Scorsese, I didn't know that, but he was an executive producer on that Bees thing. What? Yeah. Shit. Said it, said it clearly in the credits. That's probably how they got the money. Well, that and Adam Sandler being attached. Yes. Uh, yeah, that kind of blew my mind. Like, we're going to talk about this later at the end of the show. Yes. We're trying to figure out our, our year-end lists. Yeah. Man, it's very close to the top for me. Really? Yes. Hmm. Very close to the top for me. I'm not sure if it vaulted onto my top ten, but... I, it was oh, quite really? good. Wow. Okay. I See, quite. I still quite liked it. Rarely, and I get it too. I can probably. Rarely is there a movie that is kind of just made for me. Yes. But it's everything that I want in a movie, from subject matter to, and most importantly, basketball. Yeah, basketball. <laughs> uh, gambling had a was a horrible compulsive gambler for years and years. Sure. Uh, um, and now had, it, had Mike Diamond, who I used to see like. He was like a like a New York legend that I've like seen and met. What? Shows up at the end of the movie. Who's Mike Diamond? Which he's one is the him? guy who like he's kind of like the the one who the one who I leaned over and said, "Look, it's my real dad." Oh, yeah, the very tan man yes, with the, the very, long hair. Yes, the very tan man. Wow. Uh, it, it, it was filled with local color and like what had to be real Diamond District people, and then some of the finest uh, forgotten actors of our time, like Judd Hirsch and Eric Bogosian. Yes. And also very, uh, these must be the local color, but many ugly men. Yes. Many just horrifically ugly men, small, weird-looking, long hair just on the sides. Yes. Kind of terrifying, ugly men. I want to get hyper-specific with my hero of the picture, but can I just say how refreshing it is to finally watch a movie (laughs) where they had enough respect for us as audience members to figure out what was happening. Yes. At no point is there a voiceover that explains the diamond industry. At no point are they explaining uh, how his very m- complicated myriad betting strategies are working. Yeah. Uh, y- you really don't know. You're thrown in headlong uh, yeah. into the deep end, and they trust you to figure it out. Yeah. And I feel that most anyone can. Yeah. But without respecting the audience and allowing them to do so, 
you know, so many movies I think make the mistake of just over-explaining and, and so much uh, just ex- explicit, um, you know, storytelling, like, where they just hold your hand and tell you what's happening. Yeah. This movie doesn't do that at all. No. I wonder, and I'm sure there's a way to check this out, how many Adam Sandler fans went to see that movie and were horrified? Oh, I hope it was all of them. I mean, certainly there is, like, a I love Click. Click is my favorite movie. Yeah. I want to go see the new Adam Sandler movie. See what it's. It doesn't look that funny, but maybe it's funny. Yeah, he has made like he's on his like fourth Kevin James, Chris Rock, uh, David Spade like buddy road picture. Yes. from Netflix. Yeah. So some people are walking in there to see that, and they're seeing Adam Sandler. And I mean, these characters act so realistic, and 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 do things. That real people do, and all of them are deplorable. Horrible things. <laughs> These are all garbage people. It's all, well, I don't really, I mean, he, he is definitely a garbage person. Yeah. But th- there's a lot of people who do horrible things, but, like, you don't know what has driven them to that point. That's true. So you don't even know if it's a horrible thing or not. But but just real, like, like whiplash-style decisions. That, yes. That, you know, a, a lesser movie would be like, all right, so here's the backstory. Here's why I did this. Here's why I did that. Yeah. And this one, he's just like, nope, I'm doing this right now, and I'm not going to tell you why. I'm going to bet. <laughs> I'm going to bet on more stuff. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of, uh, this is how I win, man, memes. Uh, this is how I win. It's <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm a, this is I how I win. I can't believe that I, and I loved him in the, um, um, what was the P.T. Anderson flick? Punch Drunk Love? I loved him in Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. And, and I, there's a couple Sailor movies I enjoy, but yeah. I mean, he's been a loathsome Hockey jersey wearing fool for yes so long yes just, almost exclusively just making movies in Hawaii in oversized t-shirts that's all I've known him for yeah I mean most of his movies like even the trailers I cannot bear to watch so I right. can't imagine watching a whole movie and I will say this for all the Oscar hoo ha it took me a second to get super into his performance yeah. I didn't start off. It's not like a revelatory type thing. No, it's. Not, I mean, it's or, not that far off from Sandler. No, it's he's, really not. He's just playing a much more annoying version of Sandler. But, but similar <laughs> to Paul Thomas Anderson, that these filmmakers understand that like the simmering rage and violence, just barely under the surface, is what makes him compelling. Yes, like the best stuff in Happy Gilmore and uh, you know Billy Madison, his good movies are like the the violent parts. Yes. So I mean, they really got it. But yeah, for for me that that was just so refreshing to be, to be fully like dumped into an underworld. Yeah, that's the most fun part because you come out feeling like you're an expert on it. Yes, and and we really we don't know anything. I know I know a little bit about the diamond industry just because I've bought so many diamonds. But oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I, you watch Blood Diamond. I actually haven't watched the Blood Diamond. <laughs> I own Blood Diamonds, but wow. I <laughs> they're much cheaper. Okay, <laughs> so gotcha, gotcha. It's gotcha. worth it's worth the human rights violations to me. I have to give all of my lady friends a diamond because they come to expect that from me as right. a high roller. Absolutely. So I just give it to them and they go, oh, thank you, daddy. And I'm like, you're welcome. Now get out of my car. <laughs> now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're beautiful. I'll see you later. Well, we've done some uh, some widespread praise. Let's get specific. Sean, what was your B-flam zero of the picture? What I wrote was it the down. best thing you saw? Sorry, I went to a different note because you were talking about the top ten. Okay, here I am. I looked up his name, Keith Williams Richards. Okay, we share the very same Giro. 
Yeah? That is the greatest performance ever. I also looked him up. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Does he have anything else? I I didn't look that part up. I know that he's got a weird fucking thing in his neck. I have and never he's seen terrifying. Him. He he plays Eric Bogosian's number one goon. Yes. And I've never seen him in a movie before. I'm certain I would remember. He looks like some like grizzled stunt man from like 1972. All filmography, actor. This is his only role ever. <laughs> what? I think they, they used a lot of non-actors, and I think it really works and does more for the the whole immersion thing. But, God, he was incredible. He is scary as fuck. Super scary. Terrifying. Like, I, if, you, if you're on the fence about seeing this movie, see it for this man. Yes. This horrible man. I mean, who's who else has a first performance that is that good? <sighs> Is there anybody? <laughs> I mean, I really was scared of him. Yes. Uh, found him completely uh, unpredictable, unpre- unpredictable while also all of his acting totally working. Yes. Which is rare, because usually when somebody's that unpredictable, you're just like, well, it's because I couldn't tell what he was trying to portray. Yeah. And, and this one is like, oh, now I know I made that face for so long. Yeah. Because he was going to do that. Yeah. Holy shit. He's he's just portraying a completely insane person. So of course he's unpredictable. <laughs> he <was> so, <laughs> he's like nuts. He was so good and scary. So good and scary. Yes, he's really terrifying. Uh, he is extremely brutal. Uh, for the, every moment he's on screen, you're like, oh god, I'm terrified. Yeah, can't look uh, away. He's he's a mean man, and I don't like him. Yeah, he's like Jack Palance, but like with like awful like. Uh, Fire under the eyes. Yes, <laughs> I'll pick a different uh, hero of the picture since okay. you did that one. I just want to bring light to. And it's really not my hero of the picture, but I was definitely not ready for that Exorcist light beginning. Yes, that blew my mind. Yes, <laughs> they basically show you. They go to Ethiopia to show you uh, where these uh, precious gems come from, and they and they give you kind of a holistic view of everything and give real power to the gems. But it starts off, and, and that really does feel like references to Billy Friedkin and, yes. and Exorcist. Like, you know, if, if anything, I've talked about it a lot with my friends lately. Cinema is like a very nascent, uh, kind of a baby art form. It's only been around for, you know, 100 years or so. Yeah. So, like, I feel like we're in a weird time where references kind of expose... Like, we're almost too referential in the way we make movies now, and everything is just like, well, this meets that, and this meets this. Yes. And sometimes that can be irksome. But in this one, I was like, oh, that is a cool Exorcist reference. I'm down with it. Yes. You know. And also completely, I mean, when you see a a trailer for a movie about a guy who is walking around New York. Right. uh, Kind of muttering. Yeah, and and he's, shabadoobie, <laughs> shabadoo, shabadoo. <laughs> when he's wandering around New York, going shabadoo and bleeding yeah. out of his nose, you're not thinking. I wonder how this will end up in Africa. What's happening in Morocco right now? <laughs> yes, what what uh, African Jews are going <laughs> into a hole in the ground to pick up a precious gem? Yeah. and steal it <laughs> and send it to Adam Sandler. Oh, I'll do another hero actually. Okay. Uh, Kevin Garnett. Is really amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my least favorite players ever. Uh, probably uh, has a lot of practice pretending to be a fake tough guy. You heard it here first, folks. Oh. But, God, he's so good. Are you saying he's a coward? So magnetic. He's just full of shit. 
Kevin Garnett. works perfect as an actor. If you're Master li- thespian, Kevin Whoa. Garnett. If you're listening, Kevin Garnett, John can beat you up. He will meet you anywhere, anytime, and he will kick your he's ass. He's probably not even seven feet tall. <laughs> you think he's lying about his height? Mm, pro wrestlers do. <laughs> yeah, I guess they do. Um, but he was so good. He's really good. And the use of and th- and I remember that series and those games. They they didn't change the outcomes. Oh really? That series did go seven games. I remember Paul Pierce falling out in Game Seven. I remember like vividly all of that. Uh, I-, I loved it when Adam Sandler was like, "The Sixers shouldn't even be there," which was totally true. You know? <laughs> and, and they met, and they referenced like real refs and uh, you know it it was. As a basketball fan, again, this movie's made for me. I have a different podcast that is basketball. Yeah. I'm wearing items of basketball clothing as we sit You're here. You're wearing at least two uh, basketball clothing Nine items. Three. Let's check the socks. Is there a hat? Oh, the oh. socks are in tow. Wow. The socks match the jacket? Is I'm this the same so. team? Wow. No, it is. I am, I am, I'm doing a little power clash with my teams. Are you allowed to do that? No, that's why they're socks. Oh, they're that's sneaky. What's on the socks? Is that the uh, Washington Bullets? Close, but no cigar. Is it the, um, wait, who's the team that plays the Globetrotters? The Washington, Washington Generals? Generals. No. Damn it. But uh, it is the uh, Denver Nuggets. Oh, the Nugs, dank Nugs. Dank-ass Nugs. <laughs> uh, no Kiki Vandaway um, or Alex English uh, cameos in this. K- no. KG, KG was the better of the cameos. We had a few. There were some really good cameos. The Weeknd. John Amos, man. The John Amos cameo is unbelievable, and to me is the biggest spoiler in the film. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm no, sorry fine. I spoiled no, it. No, it's great. I'm sorry The John Amos cameo, it. the fact that it isn't a bigger thing than that. No. They literally knock on his door just yeah. to show you that it is indeed John Amos. Yeah. And then they shut the door, and Adam Sandler says, he's a fucking legend. <laughs> yes! He is a legend. It's so good. He's really good. I mean, Die Hard too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. He's really... He's... He's in it for one second, and it's such a weird cameo because uh, in pretty much any other movie, they would have at least talked to him for a brief moment instead of, hey, can I go to the bathroom? Uh, no. Did he really just live in that building? Is that what happened? Maybe so. <laughs> maybe maybe he walked out the front door and they were like, Mr. Amos, Mr. Amos, can we have a word with you? It had to be some shit like that where he like lives in their building or something. Maybe it so. It had to be. I uh, mean, unless, did they... I mean, how else would they? How else would they decide to have? I don't know. A guy. I just don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe they were just like, "We love John Amos." No. Is there I a did. way had that we can get him? He had to be neighborhood into this movie. He had for, to be neighborhood for seven seconds. <laughs> he had to be neighborhood. <laughs> he would have to be. Yeah. Uh, but that's. I mean, the, the, that movie feels so real. It really feels like that is a real world. Yes. Uh, it feel, and if it's not authentic, I'm even more impressed. <laughs> I have I have no clue, but I I'm very proud of them for doing it. Uh, do you have a low mean, a low main low man of the picture for this picture? You're gonna have to go first because I'm gonna have to try to find something. Okay. Because I love that movie. I quite liked it. I don't know if I quite liked it as much as you. Um, I will say, maybe my low man is just that I didn't quite like it as much as Good Time. And I mean, this is I get it. I mean, I like them both, and, and and their style is definitely just to make everything as pulse pounding and as stressful as possible. Yes. Um, and I feel like I prob it's very close. Yeah. And the fact that it's very close, while this one is filled with things that I love. Yeah. Probably means a good time might be slightly better, since good time is is you know it's Robert Pattinson 
Yeah. Yeah. And 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 not He's as great. much going on. He is good, but I mean, I did, so good. Now. But uh, yeah, I, th- I, f- I don't know. It's it's hard. Plus, I have the I have the the post show hypnosis. Oh yes, I think, I guess this is probably partly my fault, but in some ways I was expecting something more insane. Not oh. that this not that this movie isn't insane. Yeah, it's kind <clears throat> of insane in a more linear fashion than Good Time was. Like Good Time. Things kept happening that I couldn't believe. Just okay. like people kept doing things and stuff kept happening. There's like too much drugs happening. There's people going into weird houses and meeting people. Yeah. And it was like so kind of <laughs> off the rails. I, I sort of get that though, because in good time, they're fugitives. That's true. Yeah. In this film, Adam Sandler owes Eric Bogosian money. Yes. He multiple times yeah. has the money to pay Eric Bogosian. Yes. And does not pay him. Yes. And continues to bet that money. He has the money more than once. He just yeah. bets it on something else. Yes. And it is, and as as, as someone who has uh, bet Peter to pay Paul himself, yeah. I, I felt that thrill deep in my plums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that stuff, too. I also don't quite, and this is part of like us being thrust into the thing, how much did he owe Eric Bogosian? 100000 Was it 100000 Yeah. When did they say that? Um, they said it at some point, I guess. Yeah, since pr- you pretty, know. pretty early in the flick. Okay. Yeah. I, I totally missed it. So the whole time I was like, is he even yet? I have no idea if he's even That's yet. That's one of my favorite parts of the story is that this is a dude who clearly could get 100000 kind of easily. Yeah. But just has re- almost refused to pay and almost owes so much money so many places that he... Yeah. I guess can't get money at all now. <laughs> yes. He has he has pawned at so many different places. Yeah. I loved all the pawn shop owners. Yes. Especially the one who ends up being kind of concerned for him, even though he's raking him over the coals. Yes. <laughs> Fucking seventeen percent per week. Are or you something? okay? Are you okay, Bubby? Bubby, what's happening? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that poor guy. Uh, what's going on? Are you okay? How can I help you? So you what are you not do? a New Yorker, but you lived you're from Jersey. I lived in Jersey. Did your dad grow up listening to sports talk radio? Did you did you ever hear sports talk radio? A little bit. The bookie was played by have you ever heard of Mike and the Mad Dog? Yes, yes, yes. That was Mike. Oh really? Yeah. The thing was just littered with non-actors. Weird. It's. A, I thought he was good too. Totally good. Everything works. Yeah. I'm sorry to be so effusive of praise. No, no. Uh, when someone makes uh, a movie about your life like they just did. Yes. Can I? Can I do another praise before you go into your, to your B flam? Uh, I'm still working on my your low man, my low man, man, low man. Yeah. Um, Julia Fox, who plays the girlfriend. Yeah, I've is, never seen her in anything. I, I. This may be her first thing as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, she, in addition to being really awesome in the movie, yes. has the largest ass that has ever existed. That is it's true. It's like a truly R. Crumb body that she has. It really is, yeah. I, w- I kept waiting for her to carry Adam Sandler around on her yes. back. Yes. <laughs> she, she had the <laughs> widest hips on earth. It was it was like a cartoon, and I loved it so much. She, Her performance, of course, was fantastic. I mean, she was really good. Yes. Uh, and it's hard for me to b- imagine someone that good having been in something else and me not hearing about her just because we're so addicted to watching movies. Yeah. But, but maybe so. But I feel like that was a kind of a debut as well. Yes. Um, just How many to, people are debuting in this movie? Not Eric Bogosian, by God. No, not. That's my low main low man of the totem pole is that I somehow watched a movie where Eric Bogosian gave the performance of a lifetime and it wasn't the best thing in the movie. <laughs> but he was very good. He's awesome in it. 
Poor Eric Bogosian. I mean, Adam Sandler is probably going to win Best Actor for this. Is like the 18th Best Actor in this. Yes, and he's really good. Who else? Who else is going to be nominated for Best Actor this year? Um, is Joker? I mean, I, mean, I think Joaquin. Probably both guys from The Irishman. Oh, really? Uh, pr- probably Pacino and De Niro. Pesci definitely Best Supporting. Yeah, he owns okay. that swish. Pesci will definitely win that. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix for the Joker, I imagine. Who was the other one you said? Um, I think I just said Joaquin and Joker. Great. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to think of who else might possibly be nominated. Pretty weak class for the Sandman. I mean, I want Willem Dafoe to be nominated for Lighthouse. because well, that's, that's an amazing performance. But there's, I don't think he will be Hark. nominated for it. Hark. Right? No, I don't Hark. think so. Hark! The Lighthouse didn't take over the uh, zeitgeist like I thought it was going to. It's awesome. Lighthouse is like a religion to me. <laughs> Like, Lighthouse is more than a movie. Lighthouse hit me in a way, hit my funny bone in a way that hasn't been hit since uh, Bane. <laughs> Tom Hardy's Bane. <laughs> that, is, that, oh, go ahead. I, I do think there's one other, uh, there are two other potential Best Actor nominations. There is the the um, the performance of um, Mark Ruffalo in the trailer and the trailer only of Dark Waters. Yeah. Uh, only in the trailer. Okay. Uh, and then also the Michael Shanning uh, line reading of, Did you eat, Nana? <laughs> Those two line readings. Also, Bokeem Woodbine, who's only in um, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim for about three whole minutes, probably yeah. deserves Best Actor for those minutes. <laughs> he should get it. But no, I, actually, I think I think it just goes to what's his name, Sean William Scott. Yeah, <laughs> Sean William Scott. Who was Keith it? Keith Williams Richards. Keith William. I, I guess he can't go by Keith Richards. No, it goes to that guy. What about the guy from Parasite? Is he going to get nominated? I mean, no one in <sighs> in foreign films ever gets nominated, but is he going to get nominated? I could see it. He's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like Sandler's like, and maybe it's just my targeted Twitter. But yeah. I, everyone just, that's all in the, that's what's happening to me. Yeah. All I see are Sandler for best actor things, Maybe which I don't so. think he deserves. No? I, I like him a lot in this, but like, you know, just just because you're shocking me because you usually suck. Yes. Doesn't really mean I should give you an Oscar, right? <sighs> no. That's, I don't think so. That seems like a bad policy. Yeah. There are definitely people if, in movies who are much better than he is in this right. movie. Yeah, it's like Robin and, Williams and Goodwill Hunting finally wasn't in the worst movie of the year, <laughs> yeah. and they gave him an Oscar for it. Maybe that's what they'll do this time. Maybe so. Maybe that's what the Oscars really mean. Did you ever think of your Loman? Your Willie Lomain Loman? Um, no, I can't. There's because, nothing listen, bad about it? The music is almost perfect. Music rules. It's that Audiotronics Point Never, whatever his name is. It yeah. sounds like the music from Akira. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, they used the Billy Joel song, The Stranger, in it. Yes, God damn it. That's did. genius. Really good. Uh, they managed to blend their old, like, weird shooting from afar style with the Darius Kanji good-looking style. Yeah. Um, this it's just very hard to, for me. Like, I, yeah, I don't. You're gonna have to speak for both of us on this one because I liked pretty much everything about them. Okay, I think. I mean, I think the only thing that is bad for me about it is just in relationship to Good Time. Right. Like, I think, I think it's very good, and I think I had a lot of fun. Right. And I had a lot of discomfort, uh, but. It didn't quite reach good time, which is, I mean, that's a high, uh, okay. that's a high height to reach. A low man. Yeah. This is a hypothetical low man. 
Oh. So originally, when they started making this movie, it was to star Jonah Hill in the lead role. Whoa. And I have a hard and, and give the, okay, maybe I should give more credit to Sandler. I have a hard time th- imagining that I would find the Jonah Hill characterization as likable as I found the Adam Sandler characterization. And really, the more mm, I think about it, yeah, the Adam Sandler characterization is so strong because mm-hmm. he's deplorable. Yeah. But you see those moments where you can tell he loves his kids and his kids love him. Yeah. And his moments of like true vulnerability are all really great. Yeah. And then just like his flashes of anger then mixed with fear. Like it's a pretty fucking compelling performance. Give him give him the Oscar. Would this have been <laughs> But what about Wolf of Wall Street Jonah Hill? I think that's what it would have been. Yeah. And I think it would have been uh, somehow it would have been a bigger caricature than an Adam Sandler performance. <laughs> Maybe so. Like Jonah Hill, who I I can buy sometimes in some roles. Yeah. If you give that guy an inch, he'll take a mile. Yeah. It's like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. It's like I never needed to see that much of whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Yeah. Like calm down. Getting too skinny. You know. Yeah. Just chill out. How how long do I have to see you cry and smoke and dance? Yes. Asshole. You're right. Uh, And we didn't like Sandler's pretty restrained for the most part. When he lets it out, when he's fighting the weekend, yes. and you see the monster, you get to see it, and that's what's that's what's good about it. That's pretty wonderful. Is Tilda Swinton in this movie? There's is that her voice on the phone? Some British woman. Well, my wor- my low main is if that was Tilda Swinton's voice on the telephone. Can we get a little FaceTime with Tilda, please? Tilda Swinton. I love Tilda. Do you? Yeah, you're not a, you're not a Swinton man. No, I like her a lot. I'm just surprised that you love her. Swinton and um. Michael Clayton mm. is like one of the great performances ever given, mm-hmm. ever, period. And She's it's, so good. It's just hard to match She's that. She's so sweaty. So sweaty. She acts the sweatiest anyone has ever acted. I mean, Tilda Swinton's a serious... She, she's, been, she's been bad in two movies. Yeah. Ever. Which ones? Doctor Strange. Yeah. You going to say Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer. Yeah. And Snowpiercer, everyone is bad in it. Yeah. And I, uh, I think that's just one of those things where I actually learned something from one of our guests, Seth Pomeroy, recently. Oh, really? He told me that yes. in Snowpiercer, it's not so much that there's a language barrier, which there is a language barrier, which that was always my theory on why the acting in Snowpiercer was so bad. Yeah. Just language barrier between the director and actors. He doesn't direct his actors. What? He finds that the first, he doesn't like them to rehearse. He doesn't really like to direct them. He likes to put them in space and let them do their thing. What? And he finds the coldness and the awkwardness fascinating. Huh. That's some weird uh Yorgi Lanthimos type shit. That's very weird. That is a that is a that is a that's a real manufactured aesthetic there. But hey, I like I like the rest of his movies besides Snowpiercer. Yeah. I love the rest of his movies as much as I hate Snowpiercer, so I hate Oak Job, but I think uh, I like Snowpiercer more than Oak Job. But Nonetheless, don't see it. It sucks. Okay, thank you. It's worse than Snowpiercer. Thank you. And I, I like Snowpiercer. But well, now, so well, now you just fucked it up because now I don't know whether to believe you or not. Yeah, you can watch it. Give it a chance. But, it's got jilly balls, but it sucks. Yeah, I've, uh... jilly balls is. He's got Tilde playing like nineteen characters. Don't do that. She plays like forty-five characters. She was pretty good at playing t- two or three characters in uh, what was the dancing movie? Uh, Suspiria. <laughs> Movie. The dancing. Film. I mean, I guess it is technically the dance, dancing. dance, dance. Suspiria. 
Ooh. <laughs> uh, do we want to do trailers, or do you do you want to talk about movies of the year? Is that too crazy? No. What we're gonna do okay. is we're gonna release a special episode for you guys, our long-suffering fans. Sorry, both of you. I think your names are Brian and Eric. Uh, we're gonna thank you guys by doing a end of the year list, and mm-hmm. then starting with 2020. We are going to have an ever-evolving ranking of the films we've seen together. Wow. We are going to... That totem pole we've spoken so much about, that titular totem pole... Yeah. ...with its low main, low man, and its gyro at the very top. Yeah. We're going to have a constantly evolving, organic version of that that you'll get to listen in on throughout the year. Doesn't that sound fun? To me, it does. All right. Well, let's do those trailers. Let's do the trailers. Uh, I only wrote down three. One is the one you were talking about with Lakeith Stanfield, The Photograph... Oh, yeah. That looks dreadful. It looks fucking weird. Yeah. It's weird because they play music that sounds kind of cool, hmm. and then they show pictures of, like, old-timey parents of the lady main character yeah. that look kind of cool, and then they show present-day stuff that doesn't look good, Yeah, which makes me think that there's, like, two halves of a movie and only one half of it is is good. It looks like shitty... Boomerang meets Moonlight. <laughs> Boomalight. <laughs> Which are, I like Boomerang and Moonlight. Yeah. Somehow you put those two together, doesn't sound good to me. Is it straight Moonlight? Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, moon- it's more like they're trying to catch like the vibe of a Moonlight, but then yeah. like it has some weird like like Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks thing going yeah. on too. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that Hugh Jackman Napoleon through time. <laughs> oh God! Like, it's got some bad stuff going on. Yeah, I'm not interested. Uh, are you interested in uh, Ben Affleck as a really wide guy in The Way Back? <laughs> are you excited? Really wide guy. There's one. I'm ashamed to say that yes, I am excited about this remake of Hoosiers, <laughs> where they focus on the Dennis Hopper drunken coach as yes. played by Ben Affleck. There's a shot of him in the shower where his back takes up the entire frame. Dude, there's a shot of him in Gone Girl where his cock takes up the entire frame. That's true. The he, side of his cock. Yeah. He's a big man. Yeah, he's big as fuck. So I know that this, so this film is shot, I can't remember what it's called. What's it called again? The Way Back. The Way Back. Which sounds now they like scare it's, you. A, it's like a Back to the Future right. remake, but it isn't. It sounds scary because they're like from the director of The Accountant. Yes. One of the most laughably horrible films you'll ever Miserable see. Miserable movie. Um, but then that guy also directed a movie I, I liked about sports called Warrior, mm-hmm. which I can't believe you haven't seen because it's Tom Hardy, I love Hardy. in MMA fights yeah. versus his brother, as played by Joel Edgerton. I love Joel again, Edgerton. Again, in cage fights. Yeah. And they're uh, brought together by their mutual hatred of their trainer father, as played by Nick Nolte. That sounds great. Yes. And that one's good. So I, maybe it'll be good. I'm kind of, I definitely, I'll, we're going to see it next year. I get the sense that I want to see it. We're yes. going to see it this year. That's right. We are in 2020. We are in the new year. That's right. We're, we're recording this you're, in 2020. You're so fucked up. Well, I was going to try to like make it seem, I mean, never mind. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we also saw the trailer for St. Maud. You loved this trailer. I I wasn't sure if I did, but I. I you were titillated. I definitely liked some of it. Like, I can always tell when you like a trailer. Because you like don't do your laugh that the that is this sucks laugh yeah, and you don't do your laugh that's like oh this is kind of fun laugh yeah, but you make a face that looks like you're laughing yeah, but no laugh comes out. 
That's you're doing it now. This is an audio format, but yep. he's doing it now. Uh, Sean makes a, Sean appears to be laughing with no sound. That's when he's truly happy. So this is what Saint Maud is, yeah. as far as I can tell. <laughs> it's from H24 again, right? Yeah. And it's um, it looks like there's a crazy lady uh-huh. who believes in the Lord too much. Yeah, and it's, it's like a young nun type. Yes, young nun nurse. Most of the stuff is kind of looks like generic horror movie stuff. Uh huh. One thing I did like though, she has a little picture of the Lord. Yep. She puts little spikes through it. Little pins and needles. She puts it into her Converse, Converse. sneakers, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then she steps onto the spikes and goes about her and day. Walks around. It's a little bit of self-flagellation for every step. I mean, that's I, what I like. Shit like that's that. That's what white folks do. I like that stuff. That's what we do. I like stuff that's real, real fucked up, old timey shit. Yep. And I, I don't know if I have no clue if it you're, will be good. You're a real ending of first reformed kind of guy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're yeah. you're a real Mel Gibson's biblical movie type of dude. I I love if you're gonna love the Lord, love him for real, dude. Yeah, beat the shit out of your Stigmata, back. Stigmata for Christ. <laughs> yes, sake. cut yourself. Feel baby. the pain Jesus felt. Yes, <sighs> hang yourself upside down on a cross. We saw a better. Trailer for what's it called? Bitch bosses? Uh, like a boss. Like a boss. <laughs> Are we bosses? sure it's not bitch bosses? <laughs> it feels like bitch bosses. Worst trailer of the year so far has been like a boss. Yeah. So they made the second worst trailer of the year for like a boss. Yes. But because the first trailer was so bad, I'm ready to name the second trailer for like a boss the most improved trailer of 2019. Okay, it has a few interesting. Bits. Uh huh. Okay, I won't say interesting. There's a few funny bits. Right. They there's finally ju- put something funny in the trailer. There's just a bit where they're talking to a teen, telling her that her vagina will never be tight anymore, which yeah. is just insane. And then a gay guy says, "Amen." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. That's a good bit. It's a solid, solid bit. bit. Thank you for putting a laugh in your comedy they trailer. Put a single joke in there. Yeah. And then there's a part where uh, Tiffany Haddish just says "yeasty" twice. Yeah. Which is not that great. No. But other than that, I mean, there's one joke in the trailer, which is one better better than the last one. Yeah. Are there any trailers you need to speak about? I think that that does it for me. Well, then I have to tell you, John, and and also from me, may I ask you, please, would you you head on over to all your social medias? Head over to the Twitter. Follow us on Twitter if you aren't already. Retweet all of our tweets. Head over to whatever uh, podcast store you're using. Like, Give us five stars. Like, rate, subscribe, or die. Share. Actually, yes, that implies that they can only do some of those things. Like and rate. And. And subscribe. Yes. Comma. Or die. Or die. And stay tuned for our next episode, which will be, I'm, I don't know if you actually stay tuned. Do you stay tuned on a podcast? You stay iTunesed. Would you stay iTunesed uh, for our end of year special Super Mega Mix? It may be our last show because we may become so vehemently opposed to each other's opinions. I think we're going to be pretty close. I'm going to try to see Honey Boy before that happens. Oh God, don't do so it! So that we can fight to the death over my love of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will be so sad if we do that. Uh, may I say to you, Bon Appetit? You may. Bon Appetit.